0: And now, the Astrology Hour on KFOX. Good afternoon, Los Angeles and all of Southern California. I'm Farley Malaris, and you're listening to Astrological Metaphysical Radio, the phenomenon of the 80s, on KFOX 93.5 FM, your talk alternative. The Astrology Hour is produced by Leo Scorpio Productions in association with the people of Southern California and the Astrology Hour Club. Like I said, my name is Farley Malrus. And now, Astrological Metaphysical Radio on KFOX. Yeah, well, today is a lower octave of the Astrology Hour Club. I'm Barley, Farley's brother, come in from another dimension to do the show, because Farley's gone. He's missing in action, because we didn't get enough orders to stay on the air, so I, Barley Malaris, am now taking over the astrology hour. (laughs) It's fun. I feel like I'm going through puberty again. Well, speaking of extraterrestrials, as long as I'm here, the topic today is going to be about you. It is called the extraterrestrial soul. Yes, as we delve into the netherworld of metaphysical explanations. A couple of things I want to tell you. I want to thank Erasure for their music, Chains of Love, that we're going to be using now in the Astrology Hour, partially. And I love that music anyway, so why not, you know? And I want to thank Farley Mallaris for allowing me to do the show today. <laughs> I know you might miss him, but I have a similar personality to my brother, my alien brother Farley, so I know you'll enjoy that. I hope you do. This is a story that you never heard tell, I'll tell you. Uh, there was a group of souls many hundreds of thousands of years ago that lived in a totally different civilization. Actually, I would almost say it preceded Earth. And this solar system's creation, what a lot of people don't like to think about, oftentimes we don't realize or we don't consider when we limit ourselves to philosophies and concepts. You know, like people come up to me and they say, Farley, can you give me a regression? Uh, How many lifetimes have I had? Am I an old soul? I've been alive five times. Hey, kids, wait a second we are talking about eternity here you know this is a long time let me get my watch here you know it goes on and on and on and on and on it's like like this endless mode of creativity and innovation and inspiration and enlightenment you know and the reason why we have so many dimensions of thought and analysis and observation and sensitivity is because this is what we do in eternity we create things We change things. We go through lessons and growth. And believe it or not, prior to Earth's existence, there have been other civilizations that we have lived on. We just happen to be together in a human existence. It kind of scares me when I read the Bible and it says that man was created in God's image (laughs) because human beings did not always eternally exist in this universe. And of course, other races, alien races, feel That their beings were created in God's image. It's almost like a little bit egocentric for a planet or a people or for a race of people to assume or write a holy book or a sacred testament that would assume that they were created in the image of the force. I mean, how do you identify or limit this awesome force that makes up the universe, this God essence, and how could you limit it to a human body? So right off the bat, let's just throw that out. I think it's ludicrous and almost ridiculous to assume that human beings would be created in the form of God because I think God is is such an omniscient, omnipresent force that it takes up lots of appearances and lots of characters and shapes. And that is why I personally am in touch with an alien extraterrestrial part of my own soul, which I am much more comfortable with than the human soul, because I'm plugging into an eternal part of myself that has been experimenting in this dimension for millions of years. So, I don't want you to limit yourself. When you talk about past lives, maybe you've had 20, 30, 40, 50 past lives as humans. But as extraterrestrials, as people of non-human origin, we, as individuals, may have lived an infinite amount of lifetimes. because. Being incarnated in a dimension where there is a planetary existence, whether it's Earth or Mars or the planet Zora or wherever, you are always dealing with total experiences that are never-ending. And it's like a yo-yo, because what you do is your soul, like the tides, you know, and like things that go and come, goes into the light and becomes one with God in the universe, like Tom Spadero, and then goes out away from the light, and becomes an individual. See, this is a normal breathing process that all of these souls go through in God's creation. That's how the creative process in the universe works, as far as I can see. Souls go away from the light and declare their independence and individuality still bonded, and then they come back and become the light again. Well, while you are away from the light, and you have claimed your identity and your individuality and your experiences, your scope is constantly being limited. You constantly limit yourself. You say, well, I couldn't possibly have been born a woman. You know, I've been a man in all my past lives, or I couldn't possibly have been born a Chinese or a Japanese or a black or white person. We always limit our scope of perspective because we always like to play favorites with groups of people that we identify with and categorize ourselves with. Like, okay, you're a Jew, or you're a Jewish man, or you're a Jewish bald man, and you think this group is special. Well, the interesting thing about life on Earth is that in order for us to experience a total evolution, we must become everyone. So in order for you to really evolve in this dimension, if you are in a normal movie theater, and if you stand up and look around at the crowd then you will get an idea of the different types of past lives you have had in human form. You might be sitting next to a huge fat lady who's bald and go, oh my God, that's gross. But some 4,000 years ago in Lemuria, you were a huge fat bald Indian woman that happened to live where Hawaii is right now. And just because you are one of these fitness freaks who jogs and sweats and eats vitamins and nutrients and lecithin to keep your body perfect and anorexic or whatever now that's your current expression but still you know this philosophy we are the world we are the children we are everybody is so true because when we talk about reincarnation the purpose of this light particle this soul particle being away from the source of all light or being away from god the purpose is to experience And when you experience, you experience all kinds of things. It's funny that usually when you come back in a following lifetime, oftentimes you become or you are born as those things that turn you off the most. So if you, in fact, were a huge obese fat man in one lifetime, you might come back as a very twiggy fitness freak in your next lifetime because those were the people that ticked you off. (laughs) And then you walk around in this lifetime putting the obese people down and you come back and forth as skinny, fat, skinny, fat, you know, black, white, oriental, red, green, whatever. And that is the way you really plug into your oneness with all people while you are away from the source of light and the source of God. You plug into this oneness by being all different kinds of people. Now, you know, I am in uh, personal recollection and regression of at least 50 of my past lives where I have been all kinds of people I mean like one thing that fascinates me a lot is just looking at myself and my growth. I have some pictures on the wall of Farley, right all during this life cycle and I look so different. I mean I almost look like a whole city as it is in my lifetime. From a baby up to age forty, you know, you go through so much transition, you look at some people and they don't ever seem to change. But I prefer to change because it gives me a different perspective. Some people live a life and you feel what it's like to be a child, you feel what it's like to be a teenager, and you feel the middle age, and you feel the midlife crisis, and you feel the the old age, and you feel what it's like to be trim and fit and in shape, and then you feel what it's like to have wrinkles and a few pounds extra. So you're really reincarnating even as we speak in this life cycle, right? You just hang on to one body as you go through transformations. The point of this show, the most interesting point of this show, is to let you know that in my cosmic metaphysical research, I have come to the opinion that a very, very special group of souls uh, broke away from an incredible planetary civilization that I will, for simplicity, refer to as the planet Atlantis. And I don't want to try to explain this to you now, but just suffice it to say that before the continent of Atlantis existed, Many of the souls that helped build that civilization were reincarnated extraterrestrial souls that came thousands of years in advance from the planet that we will call in human terms Human Vibration Atlantis. And that it was the mission of these souls to incarnate on Earth to help midwife and guide this planet through its own growth system as Earth moved through human evolution. A lot of times, I heard this new rock and roll song today called Dear God. It was so good. It was so good. I I forgot the name of the person who sings it. But when I heard it, part of the lyrics were, boy, what a mess we have made of this planet. We were given a chance to really develop here and to become bonded and one with each other and our philosophies and everything. We just totally rent this planet asunder. (laughs) There's a lot of misery. Just the starvation, the hunger. The poor children, the abandoned children, abused children and women and men, and all the war. There's a song by Midnight Oil called The Beds Are Burning that I've been listening to that is very, very intense about the world situation, that it's time for us to turn around and help others and do something for this planet. Do you know, oftentimes, when you look at people that are so dogmatic and close-minded and arrogant about materialism on this planet, and money, and power, and domination. These are what I would call new souls, are souls that just came away from the God Source, and in their recent incarnation experiences, they decided to be human. A lot of us have come from extraterrestrial origin, where we went through an entire extraterrestrial reincarnational cycle, maybe a thousand lifetimes each. We had a choice to go back into the light. But millions of us decided, no, let's incarnate as a group on Earth, go through another 50 or 100 lifetimes on Earth, and be there for them when they reach this certain part of growth and evolution to help midwife them through the consciousness stages. And a lot of these extraterrestrial souls are very obvious in the way they act and behave in the way they live. guy like John Lennon, person like Jesus Christ, St. Joan of Arc, People like Mary, a mother of Christ, all through the Bible. The Bible, in my opinion, and in substantiation by a lot of people, is a documentation of extraterrestrial interference on this planet, not only from flying saucers, but from within our bodies as humans. You know, just because we look human doesn't mean a thing. Because a lot of people out there, you know, there's not an accident that we are so interested, so many of us, in science fiction. We are so interested in UFO phenomena and extraterrestrials. Movies like ET having an overwhelming success in the video cassette rental business right now, more than any video cassette that's ever been offered at 1995. It's amazing how people plug into their extraterrestrial origin by relating to like War of the Worlds, H.G. Wells and and anything to do with extraterrestrials like The Thing by John Carpenter and They Live. When it seems like for instance, I as one feel that I am so different that I don't relate to being human at all. In fact, if you walk into my apartment, you think it was a starship. I've got five computers, a huge video game, a bunch of birds in there for environment, and all kinds of mechanical equipment. So I just completely wrote it off and decided I'm going to adhere to my extraterrestrial nature. A couple people like Dr. Peebles and, and other psychics and counselors, Dana Marshall and Avery Torres have confirmed that I definitely am of extraterrestrial origin, and it's allowed me to live my life in a lot more comfortable manner. I think when I'm in a room filled with humans that are not of extraterrestrial origin, they notice me, they look at me, they see there's something different in my aura, in my manner, in my lifestyle, in my look, in my eyes, in my gaze. We as a group of people have come from a civilization existence on Atlantis, the planet, and prior to that, we've come from all over the universe, many of us, Pleiades sirius orion constellation many of the constellations in the zodiac we've come from everywhere to help this planet and it's all being focused right now to a head because the earth is going through a very important phase where finally the human beings on this planet moving into an aquarian vibration from the age of aquarius can be able to handle some of the real truths about the universe existence god karma metaphysics astrology and stuff like that that much of which has been delivered to us from extraterrestrial sources. And I'm not saying people landing from flying saucers. I'm saying, once again, people like you that listen to this show and that are deeply interested in metaphysical philosophies, extraterrestrial philosophies, astrology, psychic and spiritual awareness. You are plugging into uh, the tip of the iceberg. You are tasting just a taste of the incredible powers we all had As uh, Like unto superheroes in planetary civilizations where beings could fly, where telekinesis was as normal as breathing, where telepathy was better than using the phone, they didn't need telephones on Atlantis, and where powers that people had by being able to control their chakras, which remain the same. You know, you might be in a different body, but the chakras remain the same, whatever being you are, because that is the skeleton of the soul, right? And we're talking about souls here. So the purpose of today's show is to alert you to the fact, in case you didn't know it, that there are hundreds of millions of souls alive today and many of the babies that are being born as we speak that are coming into this new age as new found leaders that have come from an extraterrestrial origin. So you don't have to go outside and look up in the sky for flying saucers. And you don't have to go to Sedona and wait around for saucers or for them to land and invite you aboard. All you need to do is go in the bathroom and look in the mirror and look in your eyes and you will see that you are an extraterrestrial because I would have to say that at least 96% of my audience is of extraterrestrial origin from reincarnational standpoints. And that's an intuitive statement. I might be off. It might be 92%. But we're talking 92 people out of 100 people listening to the Astrology Hour are not human they are not of this planet and they are in human bodies and that is what the struggle is all about trying to adhere to earth culture trying to adhere to 20th century american creed lessons and socialism and such is tough it's heavy earth karma is a strange karma there's a lot of competition on this planet there's lots of selfishness there's lots of abuse there's tremendous ego There's tremendous favoritism, there's lots of prejudice, there's judgmentalism. It's a strange place to be, especially if you are an alien soul who's been trapped in a human body for 50, 60,000 years, and some 50 to 100 lifetimes, and now you are becoming more aware and there's more clarity with this Aquarian vibration. Things are starting to come to bore for you, and things are starting to come into focus. And finally, we're starting to understand why the American Indian was so different because the American Indian was a grouping of these extraterrestrial souls joined together in ceremony to prepare for this great age. And why the Atlantis race, the Red Race, was so evolved and highly technolized and civilized, because this was the grouping, once again, of those beings, preparing for the great holocaust and transformation that would go on at that time. And why different civilizations like the Egyptians and the Aztecs and the Mayans and the Mesopotamians. And the Chinese and the Japanese and the Koreans and the, why these people are so different and unique in their way because these races are littered with extraterrestrial souls that create this uniqueness. And when you take a look at planet Earth, talk about the melting pot. This is a melting pot of hundreds of galaxies, of thousands of planetary systems. If you ever saw the Star Wars movie, if you remember the Star Wars bar, well, that's how I see people. When I look at people, I really see the extraterrestrial souls that are in them I recognize them I accept this and a lot of people might think I was crazy for talking about this topic but this is what I believe and this is what I have grown to understand and take in as truth and it's helped me live my life and be happy and be more comfortable with the uniqueness that I have because a guy named Farley Mallaris or Barley Mallaris is going to be a little bit different than sometimes the rest of us right and that's why we all relate to each other now next time you get into a relationship or you get into a career that doesn't work. If you get rejected, or if you get obsessed with a human desire like sex, or money, or ice cream, or chocolate, or sugar, or coffee, or caffeine, or any of these things that humans love, welcome to the crowd. You know, now you know what the human lesson is all about. Now you know why it's so tough. Now you know why there's such a tease down here on this planet with obsession and sensitivity. This human body is very sensitive. To the taste, touch, smell, these senses here are very heightened. You know, and as extraterrestrial souls, there's a tremendous adaptation that we go through. But we have landed. And when we become, as a planet, more involved in this philosophy and embrace what we truly are, then our brothers and sisters that are encircling this planet, as I speak, and orbiting this planet, even monitoring this show, will make themselves known. They will land. And if we want to leave the planet, they will take some of us off. They're waiting for us to evolve and grow into these bodies and to have logic and common sense to accept our legacy as to what we really truly are on this planet and for the rest of the humans to also adhere. And then this extraterrestrial cover-up that's been going on for thousands of years will become totally obvious. Heavy topic, Barley. (laughs) What happened to my voice? It's coming back. Okay. Anyway. You know, one of the things that really, if not the main thing, that triggered me to get me in to astrology and metaphysics and trigger this extraterrestrial recollection is the fact that I've had several rebirths like you have had, and the higher you get in growth of soul awareness, the more you become aware that you're not of this earth. (laughs) You know, you become more familiar in your dreams and in your astral projections and your meditations that. The memories are not totally human. You dig back before 50 or 100 lifetimes into your eternal self, right? But when it becomes more obvious, it's exciting. You know, it's like taking a bath in bliss. And that's why I love astrology and metaphysics and psychic and spiritual awareness because these are the catalysts that help me become to know what I am and what you are too and to understand the problem on this planet. Let's face it, we're more than just a bunch of races and religions. We're thousands of different cultures of extraterrestrials thrown on one planet. No wonder everybody's so different. You know, you might be the only representative from your planet. We could represent millions of planets on Earth right now and not even realize the metaphysical melting pot we really are. This could be a major key for peace not only on Earth, but for peace in the entire universe. Have you ever considered that? It's heavy, I know. Good afternoon, Los Angeles and all of Southern California. You're listening to Astrological Metaphysical Radio, the phenomenon of the eighties and the nineties. KFOX ninety three point five FM, your talk alternative. I'm Farley <laughs> Barley Malaris with a little laryngitis today, but I got the topic out. Thank you. Hi yourself. Gosh, that guy at least he doesn't at least she doesn't, or whoever it is, doesn't have a throat problem like I do. But anyway. I don't know. I like this topic. A lot of you needed to hear the topic to understand your legacy and our connection and why the world situation is so complicated because we are dealing with millions of extraterrestrial cultures. And frankly, if you should meet someone from your planet, congratulations because that is what I really call a soulmate. <laughs> if I should ever meet anyone from the dog star Sirius or from the planet Atlantis or from Betelgeuse constellation, then I'll know for a fact that I can relate to that person. Maybe that's why you're not compatible with who you're with. They're not from the Dog Star series. Okay, so that one was for you. I hope you enjoyed that topic.